Undercover Carson, secret agent. Operation Death Ray, an assignment in Rio. Six European scientists had come to South America with various parts of the secret of a death ray. With the faithful Angelo, servant to my Rio contact, Sir Giles Davenport, I ran down one of them only to find that a mysterious Chaco, himself one of the scientists, had beaten me to this portion of the secret. Back in Rio, Sir Giles had a valuable lead on another scientist, but the circumstances under which he passed this on were anything but cheerful. He was in chains against the wall of an ancient watchhouse. The iron grill door had a heavy chain and padlock. It seemed that the only chance we had of rescuing the old boy was to force our cringing captive, Galveo, to tell us who he was working for. He was about to speak when an arrow struck him in the chest. Galveo lay still and limp on the ground. Uh, his pulse is faint. Uh, he is as good as dead, Senor Carson. Mm. Pity, Angela. Pity? Is not this a fitting fate for the shadow of an insect? Uh, perhaps, but through him I did hope to get hold of keys and release Sir Giles. Caution, old man. Fellow who fired the arrow. Where, uh... Made off through the underbrush, Sir Giles. Didn't spot him. A beastly crowd we're mixed up with. But you must make good your own getaway. Well, not without you, sir. Man alive, you've no chance of getting me out of here. And it's much more vital that you should remain free to continue this mission of yours. You have my latest information. And so, and highly tantalizing. This second scientist's a consulting engineer, a Scot. Indeed. Find him, Carson. Beat these other blighters to the secret. Excellency, we cannot abandon you. Already you have been a victim of torture. They haven't extracted anything from me. And when they come back again, they'll not fare any better. When they come back again, you must not be here. Senor Carson, I will not abandon his excellency. Is there not some way to... Oh... Oh, you are taking that pipe from the pocket of the dying insect. So? Leave it with him. Let it explode against his heart. This pipe? Don't you recognize it? Hmm? But to make it out in the darkness, it is best that I take hold of it for a moment. Uh, uh. Of course. It is the very same pipe you are using when first we become acquainted. So, using it to force away into Sir Giles' Copacabana apartment. Virtually a skeleton key. My dear Carson, you really must go. These devils seem to drop in upon me at the most unexpected hours. Uh, risk we must take, sir. A reasonable chance of picking this lock. Keep fingers crossed, Angelo. Here goes. Hmm. I'm getting somewhere this time, I think. Oh, Senor, already you say that many scores of uh, times. Patience, Angelo. Oh, really, Carson, it's no use. If you are caught again, it will wreck everything. Hold it, Sidaz. This looks like... Got it. Oh, the spirits are with us again. <laughs> Not pull the chain away. Now to swing back grill door. Ah, right, Angelo, let's inside. Indeed, indeed. Have you free energy, Mr. Giles? Well, if you strike a match and still illuminate this dreadful gloom, you will see that you've quite a task, you idiot. Let's see. Matches. Oh, here we are. Ah, Excellency! You see what I mean? Job for that skeleton key on oh, either wrist. It is not so much that at which I gasp, Excellency. 
Upon your face there is dry blood. That hole is part of the persuasion. Father, the shadows. In my veins there is the blood of the savage, and in my mind there is knowledge of their dark practices. These I will inflict upon those who have ill-treated you, Excellency. Now, take it easy, Antenna. Let's get to work on these small locks. Carson, every moment that you wait brings great peril to our cause. Oh, these are easy now, sir. Yeah, there's one. Oh, splendid. Now for the other. <laughs> now, I just remember not to poke fun at your jolly old pipes again, Carson. Oh, man's best friend, as I tried to tell you. I think this time... Yes, got it. Oh, Excellency, permit me to assist you. I, I fear I'm a little shaky. We must get you to the car without further delay. But what about our unfortunate friend outside? We leave him to rot. Really, Angelo, I don't altogether like this primitive street. Howsoever, Sir Giles, we've no alternative. Must get out of this locality with all due haste. Uh, you take one side, Angelo, I'll take the other. See, si, see, si, I follow. And let's go. Angelo drove back into the city as if all his primitive dark spirits were riding on the elegant bumper bar of our silver ghost. We took the old boy up to his apartment, bathed him, put him to bed. He tried to tell us what had happened when Angelo and I were out of town tracking down our first scientist, but he could not fight back sleep. So we had everything out next morning. <laughs> Have no fear, Carson, a day or so, and I'll, I'll be in tip-top form. There's <laughs> nothing like a little excitement to tone up the body muscles. Well, it seems yours got rather severe toning up there, sir. Uh, perhaps. Now, Excellency, you give me a full description of these tormentors. I will search them out and destroy them. Uh, sorry, Angelo, but they were masked for the most part, well out of the range of my sight. Ah. The actual persuasion was done by this Galveo fellow. Oh, then he deserved a thousand arrows in his chest. However, in the background, I, I did detect an English accent. Oh, recognize it, Sir Giles? No, it was only a word or two. Though it matches up with some of our earlier information and that one of the agents working against us was also a Britisher. And perhaps I might suggest who that person was. With all due respect to yourself, Excellency and Senor Carson. Oh, shoot, Roger. It is the friend of the red-headed painter of birds who I also do not trust. Friend to Hetty Fitzhenry. You mean Roger Doville? See, si. How's that strike you, Sir Giles? Well, I've never met this Doville fellow. And another thing, wasn't he a school chum of yours? Oh, of course. Type of fellow who wouldn't have a great number of scruples, despite charms, huh? Yes, we'll bear him in mind. It would be wise, Senor. Yeah, but to clear up a few points. The circumstances under which they got hands on you, sir. As I explained, I was taking a rest out on the balcony. Thought I heard someone moving about inside... Then found myself face to face with unwelcome guests. They had key to the apartment? They did. Any idea how they laid hands on it? None whatsoever. Anyhow, I must have the locks changed without delay. Mm, make note of that. Yeah, but to uh, fill out general picture, in course of trying to locate you, Sir Giles, both Angelo and I are greatly surprised to learn that you'd uh, been uh, getting in under my neck, as I put it. Getting in under your neck? Entertaining my glorious dancer friend, Fay. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, Mademoiselle Curly. <laughs> <laughs> and Helena Jensen. Sorry if I put your nose out of joint, old man. Oh, only joking, sir. Yes, of course, of course. But much and all as I like the company of the opposite sex, in particular these slashers you come upon, Carson, it was all in the nature of an investigation. You see, we never cleared up whether it was Mademoiselle Corelli or Miss Jensen who doctored those cocktails over in your hotel suite. Oh, very true, sir. And when your dancer friend called here to inquire where you've gone, I asked her back, prepared a cocktail and gave her ample chance to doctor it. Did she? No. Then I thought of the aloof young lady with the antique shop in the Rua de Ovidor. Called upon her with the idea of purchasing that pipe you found. Oh, very fine, too, Sir Giles. 
They're well in collection. Not the lethal variety you seem to favour, eh? Mm. <laughs> However, she called here with a selection. It does business that way. Gave her ample opportunity, too, with the cocktails. Mm. Not touched, either? No. Mm. Uh, didn't leave the keys lying around by any chance? Well, as a rule, I dropped them on that occasional table in the hall. Yeah, precisely where I found traces of wax. Wax? Taking impressions, keys and such like. So you're suggesting... What's oh, incredible... Here I was thinking them um, two most charming creatures. Well, that is. Seems either Faye or Helena took wax impression of Key. But uh, press on. Any, any special reason why you were abducted from here? Indeed. There was call for them to intensify their operations. They might have wind of the fact that one of our men is in Rio at present. Major Dent. Aubrey Dent? Yes. Rio? So that's where uh, our new lead on the scientists came from. Exactly. He is here under the guise of a brief holiday visit. As a matter of fact, he'll be wondering what the blazes has happened to me. Well, I... Well, it's too much of a coincidence to expect then. Oh, don't disturb yourself, sir. I'll take it. Hello? Oh, Monsieur Bruce, I find you. Say, pleasant surprise. You have taken over the apartment of the charming nobleman, perhaps? Oh, no, no, no. Sir Giles, right handy. Oh, then I tell you why I telephone. I, uh, I am no longer dancing at El Orco. No longer? No, fed up with all the loud dresses. I dance from tonight at Branca Tulipa. It is so much more nicer. Oh. <laughs> Please, Monsieur Bruce, you will come tonight? Well, Faye, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'll do best. Oh, for me. Please. But, Monsieur Bruce, what have you been doing? I cannot get you at the hotel. Um... Well, I'll tell you about that tonight, eh? Then uh, you will come. So? Oh, you make me so very happy. Tonight I do divine dancing for you. Goodbye, Monsieur Bruce. Bye now. And uh, what was that in aid of, Carson? Oh, just social call. Or was she checking up to find out whether I'm back? Hmm? Anyway, we'll get in touch with Aubrey Dent. Giles phoned Major Dent, and he came up to the apartment. Short fellow, about 35, though older in manner, with serious business-like air. Angela had slipped out to inquire about a consulting engineer who was also a Scot. So just the three of us sat around. Dent had some interesting information. You can expect trouble from many quarters, Bruce. You see, there's a freelance group of international agents already seeking bids for the death ray. Already? Don't fret, they haven't got it yet. Oh, I see. We know there's a major continental power out here, but there may be a third group, even a fourth. Well, that would account for the multitude of annoyances. Anyway, in the course of my alleged holiday, I thought I might check on the various suspects. Mm, that's a very good idea. Yes, very good idea indeed. In fact, it is splendid. Now, let's see. Let's go through them. There's uh, Mademoiselle Corelli, mm -hmm. uh, Miss Helena Jensen, uh, that other woman, the, uh, the, the American bird painter, Miss... Uh, Mr. Fitzhenry. And then, of course, there's that uh, Roger Doville character. Yes, sir, Sir Giles. Yes, that'll keep us busy while Angela's on that other lead. It's possible that Aubrey might know one of these four suspects by sight. Disturbing news, though. 
If there were three or four different groups, the field was indeed crowded. But Dent was going to look over my acquaintances. That might well sort out the friends and the foes in the grim game of Operation Death Ray. Undercover Carson, written by Michael Noonan and produced by Walter Pym for Artranza. <laughs>